0: Welcome to the Dreampreneur Podcast, a space for goal guidance, tangible strategies, and positive insight.
1: Are you lost in a mindset that keeps you from achieving your dreams? Do you wish that you knew the steps that others have taken? What if the thing that you're most passionate about came with a paycheck?
0: We're your hosts. I'm Alexis May and I'm Katie Brown. Tune in weekly because we're getting real about the lessons we've learned through opening our salons and turning what started out as a side hustle into a community, a brand, a lifestyle, and so much more.
1: We're dreampreneurs. We're here to share with you the good, the imperfect, and the ugly behind the hustle because it's not about the end goal. It's about the steps that you take along the journey that determines the outcome.
0: If you're ready to work hard and get real with your personal story,
1: pull up a chair, grab some boba, and
0: let's start working on your dreams. (laughs) (laughs) Let's just say we're finishing up our boba right now. (laughs) Hello and welcome back to the Dream Binner Podcast. We're so excited to have you a part of another episode. We're really getting into our episodes now. It's so exciting.
1: It took me a minute to chew my boba. <laughs> I'm just trying not to choke.
0: Not gonna lie, sometimes we're so silly. It's it's really fun though. Actually, it's really fun. Okay, you can put your boba down now. Okay. You also have whipped cream on your lip. <laughs> Oh my right, goodness. What's our
1: question? Oh, yeah, the show thing.
0: Okay. Yes. Okay. So we're going to do our question and our review that someone left. First, I'm going to start with the review. This is from EMJAYY Fellow. So MJ Fellow said, I've been following Alexis for years now Aww. and have always been wondering how she does it all. This podcast helped me start my own business, takes toxic people out of my life, work on goals, and we are only five episodes deep, you guys. I have also gained a love for Katie, who I wish I followed before because this before this, because she reminds me of myself. If you haven't listened to these ladies, you are missing out. I love that. I love it. And I love being able to share like my friends that I know like you are going to have so much value for other people. So that's so exciting.
1: The fact that we get to collab and do all these things together. I know it's cool. A lot of my friends have said that They've gotten to know you too from this podcast, and they've just told me how cool you are and how excited they are to be following you and your journey and learning from you with all the things that you post. Well, that's what's fun about this is that we get to share our journeys with our friends and then
0: with the world. So now we're going to ask the question, if you, are a random question, if you could be a part of any TV show, like actually be a member of the family of any TV show, what TV show would it be? Um... Definitely
1: friends. <laughs> yeah, you would awesome. be oh my gosh, it'd be so crazy. I think that's well, I don't watch like a ton of TV shows, but okay. More I importantly, love that who would you live with? Monica and Rachel. They're the coolest. <laughs> well, actually, though, maybe Phoebe, because she's kind of quirky and she's like a little hippie, and I'm into that. So I don't know. And Monica's it. a little,
0: she's a little strong, but I she's do a a like a clean house. I'm a little O C
1: D too, so we might clash, but Rachel would probably be my best bud. Honestly, I don't know. But all of them are so cool. I know they're so much. fun. The only one I couldn't really live with would be Ross. He's just he's he's a little quirky for me. But <laughs> even if I had to live with the boys like Joey and Chandler, that'd be so much fun. I would 100% live with Joey because I think he's <laughs> hilarious and just like a little teddy bear. How are you just doing? Be a yeah, and I feel like he would make me feel good too all the time he totally
0: because <laughs> he hits on everyone. So you know,
1: oh, I love Friends. It's the best show of all time. It's so good. All right. Well, what would you do? Or
0: what would? Part, you, what, yeah. Who would I be? I'm obsessed with Downton Abbey. I've seen it three times. There's nine seasons. If you haven't seen Downton Abbey,
1: Katie, I haven't seen it, but my mom would agree with you.
0: Well, thank you, but you need to go watch it now (laughs) because we're friends. So be my friend and go watch it. It's so good. And I would want to be a part of the family and I would want to be, I mean, I would want to be a sister in the actual family that has the house and the one sister who I'm not going to share. Actually, I shouldn't share a detail if you haven't watched it yet, but One of the sisters would be my best friend. So I literally feel so – I felt so sad whenever that show was over. Like my family left me. I get it. I cried when Friends was over. (laughs) (laughs) And there's so many seasons and episodes of both of these shows. It's so great. Yeah. Did you just feel it? Feel what?
1: The gut punch (laughs) that we're gonna throw with this episode. I really had no idea where you're going. That was perfect. I literally (laughs) thought there was an earthquake. I'm like, oh my gosh.
0: It was the gut punch that we're about to throw in this episode. So, okay, get some big girl panties on. Are you ready? You need to pull up those pants and get ready to get through some mud and to do some deep self reflection because we are throwing. Stuff at you today. Well, what are we getting into? Tell we them. are going to be doing the seven reasons why you're not growing in your network marketing business. We're doing another target episode where we're going to be speaking really to network marketers. Obviously, anyone can take this information in, but this is really targeted towards people that are trying to build that business. Why? Because Katie and I have been going through these and we've been having to roll with the punches, work on these things ourselves and we're going to lay it out for you very bluntly and just show you what it is because if you want to be successful you just need to know. You need to know that you knew to do these things. Every single person needs to be doing all of these things.
1: And like she said, this totally will apply for all different types of people in all different types of businesses, areas of their life because it's going to it's going to be a gut punch for everybody. It's going to help you realize the parts in your life that you are not grasping and taking by the horns, like really going for it. Taking so, action. Yeah, taking action. So, oh, this is going to be so good. I'm so excited, in. you
0: guys. I'm a little bit of a hard love type of person. I definitely will sit here and nurture you and cheer you on. But if you're ready to change and have a different today than it was tomorrow, here you go, sister. We're going to get into it. The first thing the number one thing well not number one and and out of all of them but the number one thing that we're going to share with you the first thing you are self-sabotaging from the beginning if you are telling yourself no one's going to join your business no one's going to join your business you guys if you are telling yourself it's too hard then it will be if you are telling yourself you don't have time you're not going to have time If you're telling yourself people are judging you, they already were. They already are. They will continue to to judge you. They will continue (laughs) to judge you. You need to work on your mindset and stop poisoning yourself. Self-poisoning. Opening up your cup of coffee and dumping a little poison with a skull and crossbones into your coffee and saying, oh, well, down the hatch and drinking it. Because this business that we're doing, network marketing is
1: 80% mindset and 20% skill and action. Hence, the same thing for any other business. You've got to have the mindset and the action behind it. So we know that a lot of people get into this business because at first they can see themselves succeeding. They see the vision, they see your vision, and it's crystal freaking clear. So what happens to people? What happens to people and what makes them lose their vision? Uh, they just get sidetracked. They get overwhelmed by their their regular job that they have or their kids or whatever. Um, maybe it's a rough week. Maybe some things came up in their life. Or maybe they just
0: hit like double ranked and they're so stoked. And then they don't see that success right after that. And guess what happens? They're like, oh, I don't want to do this anymore because this company isn't what I thought it was because they're not getting into that rhythm of consistency and they're not staying the course because they get a little bit of success and then they sit back and they're like, I'm just going to ride this wave and they're not staying consistent in it. Mm
1: -hmm. Or I think people get painted an unrealistic picture Mm -hmm. of what having your own business looks like. Does having your own business look like sitting in your pajamas all day. It could. There definitely are some days that I don't even change out of my pajamas and I work straight from home. And I've been working in my yoga pants all day. But guess what? There's a lot more to it than just that. So you can't think that your entire business is gonna be done in your pajamas. Another thing is it's super easy to get motivated and it's super easy to get amped up and it's really easy to fall out of that. So you need to stay in the motivation mindset. And I feel like a lot of people too get that imposter syndrome right when they start their business. They see people that are successful. They see people that are leading and they think, well, I don't have that yet. So how could that ever possibly be me? I'm not a leader. I don't have a team. I don't have that money yet. I don't know all the things behind this business yet. And I think that people get so in the flow of being comfortable and where they're at and the fear of the unknown scares them because our brains naturally tell us to stay where we are, to stay comfortable because the unknown is uncomfortable. It's scary. And that's, as humans, that's not what we naturally go for. So don't be afraid to get outside of your comfort zone. And what scares you most about your dreams and going for something bigger than your current situation is the thought that you don't know how to create the life you want, nor do you know how to sustain and and maintain it. Don't worry about that now, though, because that comes with time. That comes with growth. So stop self-sabotaging yourself. Get down to the be-
0: the business and start because your self-sabotage is going to make you stop. And if you're doing that, you're done. You're not doing this anymore. So you have the option to put the poison down and just drink your coffee. Yes. Stop self-sabotaging. I just want you to do it right now. Just stop. (laughs) Number two, you are unwilling to make your dreams more important than your fear. This was something that really resonates for me. Every single business, I don't care if it's network marketing. I don't care if it is anything else, especially for the people that are self-employed. Every person in business is challenged through their entire journey. Some give up because they can't see past that uphill battle of the mountain in front of them. And others take it one sketchy freaking step at a time. And guess what happens? Each step they take, even if they slip a little, even if they're sliding down that mountain because it's so freaking rocky, you can barely get it. What do they go do? They take another step And sometimes it's a crawl. Sometimes you have bloody hands and feet. Sometimes you are grasping onto the grass just so you can pull yourself up. I hope that you're getting a really good visualization right now. And they find out how capable they are. I have chill bumps right now just because of the fact that I know you are meant to stand on a mountaintop. Every single journey has a dark valley where you're looking and you're like, holy beep. (laughs) I don't know what I'm going to do about this. You censored yourself. (laughs) I censored myself. Holy beep. And then every single journey has the exhilarating mountaintop where you stand on top, your arms are out to your sides, and you feel like you can fly.
1: I literally just sit here and watch Alexis go off in her (laughs) visuals, and it just makes me so happy because I feel like she really does paint a picture. But I'm sure you guys have heard it so many different times before. If your dreams don't scare you, they aren't big enough. And for the longest time, that saying actually scared me because it made me think, what are my dreams? I don't have dreams big enough that scare me. I don't even, I don't even know what my dreams are. I'm just figuring it out. And all my life, I wanted to be a hairstylist. I wanted to own a salon. So I've got those things now. Now I have to dream bigger. Now I have to find dreams that scare me, right? So how do you do that? you need to really sit down and think about what do you want your life to be like five years from now? And I bet you five years ago today, you probably would think that the life that you have today is impossible. It, I mean, seriously, for me, 100%, that is true. Never did I ever think that five years ago today, that today I would be living where I'm living, having the friends that I have, the community that I have, the salon that I have, the opportunities that have presented themselves to me. I I didn't even know about the company that I'm a part of five years ago, and it had just gotten started. Mm -hmm. It is so Literally five years ago. Literally five years ago. I just imagine for a second what your life could be like if you decided to dream bigger, dream bigger than you could ever imagine. So now I have this big dream of what I want for my life and it scares the heck out of me. And every single day I tap back into that dream and I guide myself through like almost a visual meditation of what my life will be like when my dream is a reality. Where I'll be going every day. How I'll be showing up every single day. I'm
0: getting like like butterflies
1: in my stomach because like I can see your Dream day. It's been very clear to me, especially in the past two weeks, because I just, ever since you started working on your secret project, it kind of got my wheels turning. And I'm like, what is my secret project? What is going to be my thing that comes out of all this, that comes out of giving you guys the podcast episodes, that comes out of the network marketing business that we're building and the community that we're building and everything that I'm putting out? What's going to come from that? And I just sat there for a second and I asked myself, what is it that I really want out of life? and i answered my own question and now i know i've got to come up with a plan to make that happen because that dream and that goal is going to change so many other people's lives and so many people are going to learn and be inspired and it's just going to be it's going to be my dream and it's going to be awesome so i encourage you we encourage you to have dreams that are so big they seem impossible and then when you talk yourself through it you'll you'll find that Anything is possible, as long as you come up with a game plan. Look at it this way. All of us are going through something,
0: whether it is we don't have friends that that give us that sense of belonging. We just don't really have friends. Or you are struggling to make ends meet. That was me. I was sitting there with a four-month-old daughter struggling to figure out what the heck I was going to do to get out of this snowball of financial debt. Maybe it is your car doesn't work. And you're just so tired of like pouring into this car. Maybe it is, gosh, you just want to go on a vacation. And there's these companies. Because obviously a lot of our network marketing companies takes us on vacations and does all these different things. And it's so exciting. Your fear right now could be more important to you going live on Facebook, hosting your first event, standing up and sharing your story. That could be bigger because you're still standing in that fear you're not stepping out of your comfort zone and getting into that you are making that bigger than your dream if your dream like me is to get out of financial debt that financial prison if i sat there and just said this is way too scary i can't do this i don't have the time i was making my fear bigger and more important than what my dreams were Mm -hmm. so think of it this way you guys Think of the things that you're doing that you're unwilling to change because you're making them more important than those dreams. You need to write yourself a list right now. If you're not driving, if you're not on a walk, pause it maybe for a minute. Write down five things, the fears that are holding you back that you need to walk through so that your dreams can happen and your free, your, your fears can be left in the in the past, because yeah. those need to be left in the past so you can get into your future, especially
1: in this business. You You need to show up past that fear. You can only move on from your fears once you're sure of what your fears actually are. 100%. So write
0: down a list of five and then let's get back to this episode. Ready, set, go. Pause. (laughs) Bye.
1: (laughs) Katie, tell us what number three is you're not showing up. You're not showing up. You've been invited to team events. You've been invited to trainings to host your own event, and you aren't even making the time to be involved and be consistent in that. This is network marketing. If you're not networking, your business will not grow. And guess what? That also means networking within
0: your business. That means going to these things. And if you feel like you're being targeted right now and you're listening to us saying this, maybe you know us and you feel like you're being targeted. We're saying this because we were in that spot one time where we weren't showing up to these things and we were just saying no. But if you feel like you're being targeted, there's a reason because it's resonating with you. I know that no matter what business that you're a part of, there's going to be live trainings. There's going to be events. There's going to be business opportunities. If you're not showing up to these things, you will not grow. It's just bottom line. You have to constantly stay in this flow. Stay around the people that are doing things, that are moving, that are working on things, getting in, in, The things that you need, the skills that you need, the words that you need, the affirmations that you need, the connections, the friends, you have to be showing up. If you're not showing up,
1: you're not going to receive any of that goodness. Now, let me ask you this, though. Why aren't you showing up? Why aren't you committing? You tell yourself mentally when you see an event that pops up that you'll try to go for it. You'll try, keyword there. I'm going to try to go, but then you never actually commit because you think to yourself, well, what if something else pops up that I'd rather do? No, stop. Stop right there. If this is something that's important to you and you actually want to grow and you actually want to take your life to the next level, commit right then. I can't tell you how many times we send out Eventbrite uh, invitations to our community, to our teams, to our people. And we say, this event will sell out. There's only this many tickets. Get your reservation now. It doesn't cost anything. All you have to do is put your name on the list and say that you're coming. Oh my gosh. So many times my team girls that, you know, are wanting to come to the event will message me. Oh my gosh. The event sold out. Yeah. Chick. That's because you waited too long. You didn't sign up. You didn't, Put your name on the list, and now you can't come. Now you're going to miss out on that opportunity. Or maybe you never RSVP at all. Maybe you never actually clicked the link to RSVP. And then guess what? That event pops up. You've got nothing planned on that day. Or maybe you do have something planned on that on that day, and it's not as important as where you should be. And you know that. And you watch all the people that are at that event. And you have serious FOMO because you know you made a mistake, yet you don't learn from that. You don't sign yourself up for the next event that comes around. Why, though? Ask yourself, why are you scared? Are you scared to commit to events? I always wanted to have events. And that's, if you listen to our past episode, you'll know why we created the community that we created. And it's because we needed events. We needed something to commit to. We didn't have that. so We needed connection. Yes. And if you have the ability to grow your business through events, through things that other people have taken the time to plan do it. You're missing out and you know you're missing out. If you are a part of a makeup company,
0: you need to be having a, come over to my house and let's do each other's makeup. And I want to show you how to cover up your acne scarring or whatever it is. If you are doing a exercise thing, host maybe a yoga day at the park or like a yoga and chill at the park where you can do something like that. If you are a part of a essential oil company, you should be maybe making cute little oils for people and having a day where people can come and do oils together. What you need to do is you need to show up. You need to go to these events. You need to host your own events and you need to be a part of this, especially if your upline is inviting you to things. Okay, you guys, it's network marketing. If you're not networking, you're not networking, you're not marketing. Oh, I'm so sorry, but your business will not grow.
1: I'm just going to end every single one of these with your business will not grow. That means right... Into our next point, though, you aren't focused on your strengths.
0: You do not need to be a pro at going live. Okay. I just actually challenged my team this month. I went live with, or I am, have been going live with a bunch of people that are afraid. And I know it can be terrifying to go live because I have my own terrifying thing, and that was hosting events. Guess what? Working through that. Now I love it. But here's the thing. You don't have to be a pro at it. You don't have to have a network of friends that resembles a sorority house. If you do, I'm so stoked for you. But if you don't, you don't need it. You need to focus on your strengths and you need to grow them like crazy. So many times we focus on our weaknesses, but we aren't clear on our strengths. If you love hosting events, throw them every single week. If you love going live on Facebook or Instagram, do it every single week. If you love structure and strategic planning, do that for a team. Have these things that you create to be able to create value for others and then share that because people are going to be like, oh, that's so cool that she does that. Make yourself available if you love educating others. If you love social media and content creation, teach your team. If you love learning from each other, draw on your strengths. And do you know your strengths? Something that I love and that I'm obsessed with that you probably have heard me already talk about is the Enneagram. If you want to know what your strengths and weaknesses are, take the Enneagram. I know all my strengths and weaknesses. And what's so great is that I can hone on the things that I really rock at and I can push into that and I can really fine tune it and grow myself in that. And then I can look at some of my weaknesses and say, hey, that's okay because every single person has weaknesses. But I'm not going to go try to hijack someone else's strength and try to add to that. What I need to do
1: is focus on my own. And if you're wondering and you you haven't looked it up yet from our previous episodes, what is an Enneagram? An Enneagram, it's spelt with an E. So it's E-N-N-E-A-G-R-A-M. You can look it up. But basically, it's a personality test that describes nine different personalities and helps map out the different um, qualities of nine personalities. So it's actually a really fun thing to do. It's fun to do with your spouse and kind of get to know them better. It's cool to do with your team. We did this as a team bonding night. Uh, for our community. And it's a fun activity that allows you to get to know your people. So there's qualities with Alexis that I didn't know about, and now I know them. And I remember, you know, what number she is, and I can kind of look that up and see. Where... I look up yours all the time. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's just a really cool tool to yeah. use. Uh, and it's pretty spot on. I would say it's definitely more spot on than your average horoscope, you know? But... Oh my gosh, your
0: horoscope. You think your horoscope is cool if you like horoscopes? Wait till you take the Enneagram. I tell people I'm like the horoscope girl, but with the Enneagram, I'm like, what's your number? <laughs> I want to know your number. And then I'm like going on Instagram, looking at my favorite
1: account and trying to find that number. And I'm like, Ooh, tell them the Instagram account. Do you know it off the top of your head? She always sends me cool posts from it. We'll have to add it into the show notes. So you guys, I'll can add it, see it into later. the
0: show notes so you guys can see it later. But I think it's like not your Enya type or something like that, but we'll have it linked in there. So you guys can go access that if you've never taken it, but your Enneagram is so rad play on your strengths. Stop worrying about your weaknesses.
1: We all have them. Okay. Mm -hmm. Or know your weaknesses and know your fears and then move past them, figure out different ways to navigate around them. Uh, for me (laughs) going live, scared Mm -hmm. the bejeebers out of me. And what I did to get past that was in the beginning, I only went live with my friends. So I would have, you know, one of my friends, Natalie came over and I was so nervous. (laughs) Do you want a glass of wine? She's Mm -hmm. like, no, I'm good. But I, you know, had to have a glass of wine at first to take the edge off. And now I can do it no problem. And there's certain things that I tell myself in my mind when I'm doing things that scare me and I'll talk myself out of being scared. So I remember when I would first go live, I would just say, Oh, not that many people are jumping on and that's totally fine. If it sucks, I can take it down later. And so what if people judge me, this is what I love to do. And I would just talk myself out of being scared. So do things that challenge you, but also know your strengths and focus on those so that way you can grow with them.
0: And into number five, you aren't putting in the time to educate yourself, no matter what company you're a part of. Again, all of the different things. I'm sure there's a lot of different types of businesses that are listening in right now, business backgrounds, you are going to have provided education. And if you're part of our business, you have amazing education. I know because I've done it. Get into those trainings. Attend the live trainings. Attend the team trainings. We've already talked about this. But even more than that, you can read books. Immerse yourself in events. If you're In with our specific team, we actually even have something that goes in deeper to it. So if your team has things that they've created themselves that are unique to your team, you sure as heck better take advantage of that because those leaders are going out of their way and creating something extra for you. Sometimes people have things mapped out. I and Katie and Brianna have mapped out some things for our team so that we just make it I'm not going to say easier. I'm going to say even more doable and duplicatable, but you need to know your business inside and out. You, you are self-employed. You are the driver of your business. I've said this before. This is my, this is my mantra. You are the driver of your business. So it's up to you in this business. We do not have bosses. We do not have managers. We have ourselves and we are ultimately the ones that are responsible for it. So, you need to know your comp plan. You it, and it's not your upline's fault and it's not your downline's fault. It is your fault if you don't know these things. So, get the details of your latest sales, read the emails, do all of the things maybe your company has events in your area.
1: You need to attend them so you can really study up and get yourself into it. Study your company like you're in school again and work like you're getting paid for it and you will get paid. If you treat your business like it's a business, it's going to pay you like a business. If you treat it like a hobby, odds are it's just going to be a hobby and you're not really going to get very far. Number six, you are open to being coached but you're not
0: taking action. This is something that I actually just had a realization of lately. And I think it's because it's one thing to be open to this business. It's one thing to click join now. It's one thing to follow that person who inspired you and you're all excited to dream big, to do the business. And it's a whole other thing to actually take ownership, take action, work with your upline and mentorship, and your mentor, your upline, whatever it is that they call it in your business, should be there for you to guide you, to cheer you on, and most importantly, to challenge you. Again, they're not your boss, but they are there to guide you through because they're already Above you, in the sense that they've already been through the things, odds are that you are going to be walking through. And if you don't have that upline that is there for you, go to the next upline. If they're not there, guess what? There's some things that you can do, but you need to be asking for coaching. You need to be going out. You need to be reaching out to your upline about your business. Be proactive on asking what to do next in order to grow. Don't just like sit around and be like, I don't know what I'm doing. That's something that I caught myself in. And then I was like, what the heck? Why don't I just go to my upline and ask her? Like she's here to train me. She wants me to be successful. They have been in your shoes. They've been at that level and they have made it through it. So trust them and get your butt into gear. Because if you're doing the same thing that you did yesterday, you're not growing, right? You're setting and you're settling with what's comfortable and easy, welcome to the stagnant life. If your upline isn't down for coaching, like I said, you need to go to your next level, your next up level, or You guys, we have social media. We have the internet. We have all these amazing resources at our hands. So you can download books on network marketing. You can listen to podcasts. My favorite one is your virtual upline. I've actually been reading one on coaching versus – or listening to one on coaching versus teaching, and it's been so amazing. There's courses that you can join like Ray Higdon's Rake Makers – it's out there for you, but you have to take action and you have to stop waiting around for your business to take off from nothing because newsflash, it's not going to. It won't take off unless you drive that car, unless you start to go towards that goal. So you need to take action, talk with your upline and stop waiting and actually be coached and take action.
1: And while your upline and your sponsor does can play a huge part in your business, you need to know that this is your business. Like Alexis said, (laughs) you are your own boss and your upline isn't your boss. They don't, don't wait for them to check in on you. Hold yourself accountable because this is your business. I hear so many times, I get a lot of messages, direct messages, people that, you know, want to be a part of our community. My upline sucks. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, well, we all suck from time to time. (laughs) We're
0: humans. We're not all going to be perfect. There's going to be places that we rock in, and there's going to be places where I'm sure that I've let my own team down. And it's just because we are human, and we're working through things on our own, and there's no perfect upline. Even if you see these rock stars,
1: we have them in our business. Mm -hmm. We see them. We're amazed by them. Mm -hmm. And... You know, just like she said, there's no perfect upline. You're not going to be the perfect upline either. There's going to be people that you let down. We see it all the time when we go to big conventions and things like that. I mean, I've seen really high up leaders in our company crying because somebody came up to them and told them they didn't feel included or whatever it was. So you're not going to make everybody happy. But at the end of the day, what you need to know about your upline is they're just the person that started the business a little bit before you. And yeah, they may have some tangible tools and some tips and they might be able to introduce you to your new community and give you some spreadsheets, give you some worksheets, give you some things to do, but ultimately do not rely upon them to hold your hand and walk you through this business. Can you ask them questions? Yes. You know, there's sometimes I feel like a bad upline. My girls will message me and it'll be my days in the salon. I feel terrible. I just get back to them whenever I can and let them know that I'm so sorry. It's been a crazy day in the salon and just remember your upline and all humans, we're just doing the best that we can do. So be gentle with your upline and know that ultimately this is your business.
0: But you really need to reach out to people to coach you, to lead you in the direction that you need to go. And then you take on the responsibility for growing your business, which outside of what we have that our company has for us, we're doing all kinds of things. So we're really taking extra steps, learning from other places so that we can add that into the things that we're learning ourselves. I think it's super important. And our last and final point is, Katie,
1: you want to go ahead and say it? You're taking the no's and making it personal. So when you reach out to someone and they say no, you're probably wondering if you would have worded it a little differently, would they have said yes? And maybe that is the case. They might have said yes if you would have worded it a little differently. But listen to others and how they talk. Ask your uplines or the people that are leading you. How they verbalize things. And if you were making more money, or actually, what?
0: If if you feel like they would have said yes if you were making more money, if you knew all the correct science behind your products or program or whatever it is that you have to offer your services, and then they would have said yes because yeah, like you knew all the Basically things.
1: feeling more educated. like If you were more educated or if you were more knowledgeable in your product or your service, you you would have gotten a yes.
0: You guys, you need to stop making it about you because it's not about you. Yes, there are things that you learn over time. You tune into that way that you skillfully share your opportunity with people, but it's not about you. It's about them. And they might be terrified to be self-employed. They might have no money to invest at the time and are embarrassed to tell you that. They might not understand the vision of the opportunity that you're showing them. They might not even be in the correct headspace. But whatever their reasons are, more than likely, it's not about you. You need to keep going and you need to get numb to the no's. We actually just recently did a a training with our team on this because you're going to go through a lot of no's in this business especially in this business, until you find your yes people. And you need to keep working on those no people and build a relationship with them. Because as I've heard a lot of wise leaders say, no does not mean no forever. It just means not right now. I was a no, not right now, because I couldn't afford to do the investment in my business. It was a lot of money for me at the time. I literally just had a baby. She was four months old when I finally signed up. So I did not have all this extra money just hanging around for me to invest in my business. And I sit there and I'm like, man, it was just such a small investment. But for me, it wasn't tangible at the time. And I had to save up a month before I could even go into investing into my business. So for me, it was a no, but it was a no, not right then and there. So when you look at people, don't take it personal. You need to just realize There are different reasons why people say no, and you don't want to be sitting there trying to strangle the life out of those people because then they're really going to say no. You want to be nice to them. It can definitely be frustrating
1: when you spend a lot of time with somebody explaining everything to them and going over things. But I'll tell you what's more frustrating than that, having them say no and then Not following up with them, not keeping your relationship with them. And then finding out six months later, because you didn't keep a relationship with them, they signed up underneath Susan down the street or whoever they talked to last. Because guess what? They got all the facts and the information and got hyped and excited about it from you. And you didn't stay relevant in their life, in their world. You didn't keep your community or not your community, but your uh, relationship with them. You let that go because you thought that they were a no. But let me tell you guys. I have had so many people, one of the best market partners on my team, one of the best girls on my team said no for six months, didn't even try the samples that I gave her. And I was so excited for her because she's into the things that we have and the products that we have and naturally based and all of that. So when she first tried the product, it was Six months after I had given it to her. And now she's, you know, loving she it. She laughs about it. We talk about oh, this. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. She's like, I wish that I would have just used it. Yes, honestly. And it's okay because that wasn't her time, but just remember to keep your relationships with people. Don't forget that it's called network marketing because you're meant to grow your network and connect with people. So don't let a no deter you from your next person that you could share this with because ultimately why you're doing this is because you you wanna help people, right?
0: And if you feel like you're you continuously getting those no's and it does like avenge you on a personal level, you need to check out the book, Go For No. This is what I always recommend to my team if they're having a struggle with those no's. You can get it on Amazon, Go For No. It's gonna be linked in our show notes that you guys can go and check it out. But also- if you are making it so personal and you're getting offended, are you getting offended because you're putting a price tag on that person's head? You're worried more about the money that you're going to get from them than the actual person? Sometimes that is something that we're going after. So do not, this is going to sound contradicting because obviously we're, we're not doing this business just to like throw out rainbows and unicorns to everyone and never make a single penny. Yes, we're trying to make money, but it's not about the money. It's about the people. So remember, these are people and they have reasons behind their nose. It could just be because they're scared. It Mm -hmm. could just be because whenever they've heard about network marketing, they've heard about the people that it's flopped and failed and all this stuff. And you can have this amazing team, this amazing company. I see girls that are literally making like a $100,000 a month with our company. And they still get no's, you guys. Wouldn't you think that if anyone was sitting here being like, yo, I make $100,000 a month, I can show you how to do it, they would get all yeses. No, sister, they still get no's. So at every single level, you're going to get no's, but stop making it personal. Stop making it about money or about adding another person to your team. Make it about that person and say and think, man, if they said yes, make it about them. Mm -hmm. If they said no, make it about them. And find those yes people because those people are few and far between, but they're out there because we continuously see people joining businesses. So do not also think that there's no one around you that's going to say no. Mm -hmm. Like I said earlier, do not self-sabotage yourself. There are plenty of people that are going to say yes, but your vibe that you're putting off is going to be very important to having people say yes.
1: So don't let the no's get you down. You have to remember when you get the no, how how am I going to get back in the light? How am I going to be re inspired? I see a lot of people that get a no and they just go into this hole of darkness where they they can't quite crawl Rejection. out. Rejection! I got rejected. Yeah, oh my gosh! And it sucks. It sucks to get a no. Nobody wants that because you're excited about it and you know what it can do for them, their life, their, whatever the product that you're selling does, right? The opportunity, you know what it can do for them and you want it so bad for them. And then when they turn you down, it's, it hurts. And you, you just have because to it's to like not they're rejecting
0: what you love and mm-hmm. what's putting money into your pocket. What is whatever it is that you're selling, whether it's like I said, oils, workout programs, whatever it is that's changed your life. It's like they're rejecting that. So that's mm-hmm. why we take it personally because we're like, oh, they don't take me legitimately, or they don't understand that these supplements have changed my life, or that you know whatever it is. And I'm going to say it right now: the shampoo has changed my hair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's just, we, we tend to take it personally. So you really have to get out of that headspace and just realize that you need to get numb to the nose and you need to just realize that you go, okay, thank you so much for being honest with me. Thank you for, you know, getting back to me and just saying that it's not for you right now. I totally understand. And if you have anyone that you know that would be interested in this, send them my way. I'd love a referral. That would be so awesome. Mm-hmm. Thank them for that time, continue that relationship. And you might see that no turn to a yes. You might not, but guess what? You're moving on to those next people. You're moving on to find your people. And you wanna find your people. You don't wanna just find a whole bunch of people. You wanna find your yes people that are willing to join the business, not because they feel bad, not because they feel pressured, but because they want to join what you're doing how do we know this? You guys,
1: Katie, how do we know this? How do we know all of these things that we're sharing? Maybe because we've been through it. (laughs) We've experienced the challenges and we speak from literal experience. We've taken our own personal ownership over our success and we put in the hard work and you can do this too. If you put action
0: behind your dreams, you can be successful. And we're not sitting here at the top rank of our company. We're sitting here in the trenches with everyone else, sitting here and constantly reminding ourselves of all of these key points that we have for you. And we want you to know that whether you are on day one of your business, or day 1,000 of your business, this is going to be true through your entire journey. So get real with what you're doing and what you're not doing and work on these points. Take one. I want you to just right now, pick one. Focus on one that you feel like maybe every single one of these have hit you. Maybe one or two or three have hit you. I want you to focus on one at a time. So pick your one that you feel like it's gonna be the strongest to you and work on it. Because if you start working through it, you can get to the success in your business. You can do it. Thank you so much for tuning in to the first couple of episodes. Please subscribe to this podcast and leave a five-star review letting us know what you love. And if something spoke to you, screenshot this episode and share it on the gram tagging at the Podcast. That way we can see what speaks to you in order to serve this community and give back in the ways you need it most.
1: We'll see you guys on the next episode.